Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder. Ho, ho, ho! Santa's here. That's Brandon. I'm Larry. Here's your five seconds of Christmas silence, courtesy of the Smarticle Podcast. That potentially could be the only sec- five seconds of silence anybody might have. That's what I was just thinking. I was like, man, you know what? Today, that might be the only five seconds that people get on this Christmas day. So, Larry, I would like to thank you and the Smarticle Podcast for giving me five seconds. There you go. That's the beauty of it. Today's title comes from the Norwich Bulletin. <laughs> Historically speaking, Puritan New Englanders didn't celebrate at Christmas. Before I get into today's article. Yeah. I feel like what you're going to do is just give us a long dissertation about what Christmas is. No. So if you could somehow just, you know, I get there's some historical perspective. I'm not going to read in this thing because basically the Christmas was not 2,000 years ago. It was something different than it was 100 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I think the base. Okay. So number one, this is our Christmas show. So try to be a Thank little, little Merry jolly. Christmas. I realize that you're not very jolly right now. Yeah. So I'm going to try Great. to bring jolliness into you. I like that. I like when you bring jolly. I think that, so this comes from this Connecticut newspaper three years ago, and I thought it was interesting because it talks about how the Puritans in New England didn't celebrate Christmas. Like, huh, you, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that I would think Puritans super holy. And I've always understood or sort of known that Christmas, the secular Christmas, that, you know, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, that that is very different than, in a sense, the 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 Christmas of the church. and And that could be... Christmas to the church can look many ways, right? If you're in a Catholic or Anglican church, you could be like the, the Anglicans believe and you you like get real solemn before Christmas. You don't do any any sing or pray. You just and then on Christmas Day, big party, we're gonna rage. It's Larry Olson time. Christmas Day and on for the twelve days of Christmas. Other churches are lighting Advent candles and they're and they're singing and we're doing this and we're doing that. But I thought what was interesting about this is that. If you follow the news and you see people, don't take Christ out of Christmas. I'm like, Christ has never really been in Christmas. It's just sort of a layered thing on top of most people know that Christmas was a pagan holiday before it was Christmas. Christmas didn't even get celebrated in the church until the fourth century. So I'm just saying that it's a moving target. And when we say, oh, it's exactly this, then you've missed the point of Christmas, in my opinion. First of all, Christ came out of Christmas, Brandon? I didn't know that. That's don't take, no, no, don't take Christ out of Christmas as well. I know, but say. someone took Christ out of Christmas because yeah, I didn't. They know removed that. the nativity scenes. They're oh. making these people stop doing what they're doing. Hmm. Because we could go a thousand different ways on this. Like you, like you said, they the Romans came up. The Christians in Rome came up with Christmas to negate this like evil holiday, right? Yeah. Well, and, in there, I think it's like could, a fun holiday, but and so we don't even. I mean. I don't know if they even really know the actual month that Jesus was no, born. No, they don't. It- and they don't even talk about it in the Gospels. There's nothing in there that says it. And they, I've, the only thing I've ever heard that like makes any sense is like, hey, sh- uh, shepherds don't tend their flocks in the middle of winter. They're not herding flocks in places. Ooh, there they're, you go. They're, they're buckled down in winter. I mean, no question that the idea of celebrating Christmas comes from a myriad of different cultural experiences. Norwegian, this, that, and the other thing. I mean, I was reading this one thing about how immigrants coming to the United States have changed the very nature of Christmas because they each in turn bring their own way of celebrating it. I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of interesting. Like, so my point is, is like, you know, however way you celebrate Christmas and whatever way you look at it, 
and this is where you're when you're sitting there listening to a church sermon where they're talking about Uh-oh. you know the holiness of Mary and Jesus and Ave Maria and all that stuff yeah. is that there are two Christmases. There is a secular Christmas oh. that's Christmas trees, I like that's that gifts one. under the tree, all that stuff. Is the Scrooge has nothing really to do with the church, with the Christian church, the actual church worship, the Advent, the the. Advent wreath, mm. all that stuff is totally, not totally separate, but separate from that secular Christmas. So when people get, when Christians get their panties in a wad and all bummed out because, oh, it should be more Christ-like. I'm like, what are you talking about? You could do it any way you want. You don't have to celebrate secular Christmas, but secular Christmas, frankly, is fun. So let's have mm. some eggnog. Let's let's put some gifts on the tree and celebrate with each other. You don't even need it. Many people that celebrate Christmas don't even believe in God or Jesus. So is, it can still be joyful. Is the movie Elf part officially <laughs> part of Secular Christmas, or is that not? It's not official. I believe that it is, Larry. I believe that it is. I just want to recap what I feel like you're saying. Okay. So there's a holiday that the Romans made up about Christmas. It's not at the uh, right moment. Romans and a bunch of others, but go ahead. Okay, whatever. And we don't really know if there were shepherds there. We don't really know if there was three wise men. I right. go to my wife's church and they they swear there's some document that shows there was wise man blah blah blah. so it could all be a giant story in the wrong month yeah absolutely there's no question it wasn't in december december 25th is the feast of saturnalia a roman god so they just the the church was like hey listen we need to bring these pagans in let's just layer this on top they didn't even celebrate the birth of jesus at all until the the 300s so you know kind of when the when the christian church was becoming the standard of the roman world but so, yeah, you can't layer that down. It's just not true. All that to say is mm-hmm. none of that bothers me. It's a beautiful story. And whether it actually happened, mm-hmm. whether there were uh, shepherds on high or right. whether there was the, like, it's a great story. And I really like the story and I connect with it. And same with Jesus's story, whether he had a hundred million miracles or he was not born of a virgin birth. None of that stuff bothers me anymore. It's a great story. And it, it makes a lot of people well, happy. So, Lawrence, I'm going to push back at you just a little oh, bit here. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go, everybody. For people that believe in the deity. Virgin birth. Well, no, they believe that Jesus was the son of God. Okay. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm down with that. Okay. There's a fundamental importance to recognizing that as what it is to those people. I'm not that's saying cool. you recognize it. No, you I, sort of say, I'm not sure I believe it or not. And that's fine, too. I'm saying I don't know, but it doesn't matter if it's real or not real. It's still important. But it. What I'm saying is that the people that believe it, being but, it being real is important. But guess what? That's cool. Okay. But I wouldn't think those people think my... You're confusing me, but... I think it's great that people think it's real in like a very literal sense. That's great for them. Okay. Cool. But they're wrong. I think... I feel like... No, no, no. But I feel like eventually they might learn some scientific truth and then they're going to be screwed because their world's going to fall apart. Mm, but I'm still okay. cool with that. I don't think they would be cool with me saying, hey, it's a literal, uh, like a figurative story. Like, is it okay? You know what I mean? Like, I've yeah, kind of yeah. come to the conclusion we need wacky evangelical nut jobs because they're good, they'd be um, bipolar drug users if they didn't have religion. <laughs> so some people need it. Well, I'm trying to keep this Christmassy and holiday esque. You seem to be taking us down a really deep well here, Larry. I just and so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that. Regardless of where you stand on the spirit of Christmas or the okay. idea of Christmas, me, I so do I'm good. You and anyone else is that okay, I good. believe that we could take this time to reflect oh. on the goodness that's in our life, our family around us, if we have our family around us, 
the joy that we can bring to the world. Maybe it's just serving at a, a soup kitchen on Christmas Day oh. to just bring a little bit of joy into other people's lives. I like the idea that Christmas can be about how we serve others rather than how we serve ourselves. I mean, the idea of receiving presents and all that's really fun and kids love it, but that's obviously not the only thing. So I like the idea that we can embrace all of that. I like to think of baby Jesus with claws and wings. As a bird? That's, come on. I know, dude. dude but Ricky Bobby. Come he's, on, man. He's not, a, he's, he's not a baby anymore, Ricky. Anyway, listen, Larry, I'd like to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas to you and your family. I look forward to getting back with you in the new year. I hope you guys have a wonderful Feast of Saturnalia.